Greetings, amigos. Welcome to Top 10 with Kyle and Mike. This week, as every week, one of your hosts, this week, Kyle, will be bringing a topic to the table unbeknownst to the other host. So this week, Kyle will be bringing his Top 10. I'll be reacting to it. We'll be debating vigorously. And by the end of the episode, we will come to a definitive, at least for us, Top 10 list. So Kyle, what's this week's topic? Okay, Mike. Uh... You did not know anything of this at the time, but you know a lot about this given subject. Oh, I'm really excited about this one. Okay. We are going to be doing the top 10 cartoon show theme songs. Oh. Yeah. I like the sound of this. Yep. So some some ground rules for this list. Um, I'm, I'm basically just not going to consider anything that was aired and on TV before like before I was watching cartoons so uh that rules out you know like Flintstones and okay and so all. the boomerang shows are out boomerang I'm not counting boomerang okay. um just because I want to keep it in a kind of a not a narrow field but a field that I'm an expert on okay um and then I'm also ruling out then anything that I just don't know about because it was popular after I kind of, not that I've ever stopped watching cartoons, but shows that I'm not really familiar with anymore. So that rules out anything like basically within the last couple of years. I'm sure there have been some great theme songs that have come out since mm-hmm. I stopped watching consistently, but those are not going to be on this list either. Okay. It still leaves us a pretty wide window of cartoons to choose from. Now, here's my question. Um, you said theme songs or intro songs or are we including the intro sequence? Yeah. Okay. So I have I have three. I, when I was trying to figure out these the ranking here, I, I I've used I've used three kind of criteria to do that, and one of them is the visual sequence that accompanies. Okay. That's huge. It is huge. Um, and the other two are like like tune recognizability. Like if I hum the song, do you know what show I'm? I'm humming the theme to. Mm-hmm. And the other one I think is important is like your ability to kind of sing along with it um, and know the words and have the words be memorable and, and meaningful. Um, and then also just like the narrative kind of use of the theme. Okay. Like there are a lot of themes that don't really tell you anything about the show and there are a lot that tell you quite a bit about it. Mm-hmm. Um, those are all things I considered while putting this list together. Okay. So hopefully that gives you the right kind of uh frame of mind to start thinking about this i am and as as usual with these kind of things i feel like some of the uh the clarifications give you some uh are telling they're telling yes there there are a few that i think you know get a little direction on here <laughs> all right let's get into it then okay uh if you're ready yeah let's roll number number 10 uh from the famous disney channel show it's kim possible oh okay Kim Possible makes it largely on the strength of... One line. It's all one line, baby. Yeah. Just call me, beat me, if you want to reach me. If you want to reach me. And then the little do-do-do-do. Yeah. That's... Because I don't know the rest of it. I don't know any of it. Yeah. Um, And I couldn't really tell you what the visual sequence is for this theme. Mm -hmm. Or I could now, because I've since watched it. But, like... (laughs) uh, But I couldn't remember off the top of my head. But I think the fact... Like, if you ask anybody about Kim Possible... You'll get Rufus the Naked Mole Rat, and someone mm. will say that line or do the little beep noise. Yeah. And then guess what they'll also do? If they're me, they'll tell you my one anecdote about uh, Kim Possible, which is that my sister Felicia uh, became really good at the game Bueno Rufus 
on the old Disney Channel um, <laughs> gaming website. So Bueno Rufus is basically this game where Rufus is operating a little uh, uh, cheese or chocolate or salsa dispenser at a Mexican restaurant. And if it's a burrito, you dispense salsa. If it's nachos, you dispense cheese. And if it's a sundae, you dispense chocolate. And you just hit the button. And so Fleece became so good, they actually displayed her initials um, on Disney Channel, as they used to do. Holy hell, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. You don't have so a, like, you don't, this is probably before you could like screen cap. Yeah, that. there's no screen cap. It's just, it's one of those things that doesn't happen anymore. It's like my family lore because now there's proof. Everything, it's like, you know, you go to Thanksgiving, you're like, hey, I had the high score. And they're like, bullshit. And you pull out your phone. But now it's just a legend. That makes it better. Yeah, I ways. do. I agree. It's an urban, it's a, it's oral tradition now. Like your kids will only know this story through you telling it to them. True. Uh, but back to the actual uh, the the theme song. I think you're right. I think this one, a big part of why the Kim Possible theme song is so uh, worthy of inclusion on this list is that nobody actually remembers the show. Like people didn't real. I mean, people did at the time like the show. It hasn't really aged all that well. The green cargo pants are not in anymore. Senor Senior Senior and Senor Senior Junior was like it was mildly amusing. I liked the, was it Ron or whatever the friend who was in love with Ron Stoppable. Like, yeah, Ron Stoppable. And I related yeah. very strongly to Ron Stoppable. No, no, so I careful. know. I, I like Ron Stoppable, but, and he was voiced by, uh, Eric or plays with squirrels from Boy Meets World, right? Um, oh, oh my God. Yeah. So like, <laughs> good show, not in the all time greats, but everybody knows Call Me Beat Me if you want to reach me. If you want to page yeah. me, it's okay. Right. That's true. Yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> Yeah, good point. Like, this is probably the only... I'm looking at my list really quick. Like, this is the only show that the the notoriety of the theme song is probably more lasting than the show itself. There's some good shows on this list. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Okay. And my, here's my last thing. Um, the voice of Kim Possible is um is uh, Ren Stevens, right? Christy I did Carlson not know, Romano. but it, it is right. Yeah. How do you say that? Okay. Yeah. They kind of... Disney Channel kind of recycles, like, the same... Like they throw them in there in a in like a show, and then they like put them in a decom, and then they have a yeah. voice another thing. Like they're all they're kind of recycling them. A lot a of lot Taj Mowry. I think he was on Kim Possible too. I'm now forgetting what he did, but I feel like he was on Kim Possible in some capacity. And I'm, I'm sure now looking it up. He was Wade Lode, a ten year old computer genius. Oh, oh Wade. he was guy. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was he liked the friend in Spider Man. The recent yeah, the he guy, was like on guy the in the computer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's great. What? Wait, you're a sniper in the bushes. Wow, good yeah. work. Just nailing all of the major voice parts in Kim Possible. <laughs> yeah, but like you said, there was a lot of recycling going on at Disney. They put all these people on what were presumably sort of like draconian, Avengers-esque 30 production contracts. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So 10, Kim Possible. Yes, Kim Possible. Number nine, one that you're gonna love. It seems like we mention this show on every podcast we do. Uh, number nine is Scooby Doo. Yeah, we do. The Scooby Dooby Doo. Where are you? Mm-hmm. This is. I went back and watched this theme the other day, and it's like, it's like every single Scooby Doo episode, like wrapped into one. Like that classic shot of them, like all creeping down the hallway together, like behind each other. And then, like, a hand reaches out for Daphne. Mm -hmm. And then, this is kind of like a, it has, like, a really, I don't know what, what sh because there are a lot of different Scooby-Doo shows. I, this might have been 
the show is actually called Scooby Doo, Where Are You? Yeah, right? that's the original. Yeah, exactly. So it's so and, and because it's older, it's got like kind of a classic sound to the the soundtrack. You know, it's like that folky kind of Scooby Dooby Doo. Where, where are, are you? you? Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Wait, I gotta interrupt for one second. I thought these. I thought that Scooby Doo would have been out of bounds here. Because I isn't, uh, the, isn't this we, before your time? It is, but like I don't consider Scooby Doo to be in the same era as like some of those other. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just because. I watched more Scooby Doo than I did like the Flintstones or the Jetsons or things like that. Okay, and I'm unclear on the timeline. Um, yeah, and as we've said many a time, this is our podcast. We get to make the rules. So if we if want it, to anachronistically include Scooby Doo or exclude others, so what? We decided well, to do it. We're doing it. Yeah. Well, also, like, it's not like I, it's not like I researched this and decided there's like a cutoff year and this one yeah. made it and others didn't. I just associate this with a certain group of cartoons, so like I'm not opposed to ruling it out based on rules. Um, but yeah, nine is Scooby Doo. I thought you'd appreciate that. Oh, of course. Well, I think the great thing about Scooby Doo, and I've expressed this to you many a time, is that there's so many different Scooby Doo shows. Yeah, and I could frankly make a case for probably three Scooby Doo themes on this list. The best, of course, is the original Scooby Doo Where Are You theme. As you said, the sequence is great. If I'm remembering correctly, Daphne, there's the there's a ghostly hand that grabs and misses her. I think somebody gets pulled through like a painting or an opening in the wall or something. Um, there's a there's a knight. Somebody backs into it and it turns into a false wall. I think it's Shaggy. There, there's a lot to it, and the song is incredible. So that's one. Another one you could include is Pup Named Scooby Doo, which is just incredible. It includes uh, all the gang dancing like really funkily as little kids. Um, and then, I do like that one. Yeah, and then one that just people do not remember is, I think it's the 13 Ghosts, which would make sense, of Scooby-Doo. And this one is where uh, <laughs> the really creepy character voiced by Vincent Price um, <clears throat> releases a bunch of ghosts from like a Pandora's box, and they have to find them and bring them back. And uh, there's a theme with creepy Vincent Price voiceover. It's classic. Oh, I yeah. can't forget that one because I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, it you should. Epic. And in case you or the listeners don't know, Vincent Price is the really creepy guy uh, who does the voice on Thriller. Um, he's he's famous, I think, as like a, a late night TV host, like Elvira, like, you know, doing creepy shows and stuff in the 60s. Um, and he has that really distinctive voice. Yeah, I'm glad you said because I was going to pretend like I knew who that was, but no, I, that's I, okay. Uh, I, I, I do that to you all the time, so that's fine. <laughs> Good. All right, uh, number eight. <laughs> this this is a silly one. This is um, the Powerpuff Girls theme. Oh, because, okay. Because it has that awesome sequence in the beginning where, like, the sugar. I was spice, just going to say that's why and everything nice. These were the ingredients. And, like, it shows the, like, chemical X. And it spills, like, this menacing black liquid into the pot. And then, if I remember correctly, there's, like, a drum, like... And then there's, like, the classic Powerpuff Girls. And then the sequence behind all that is them just beating the living poop out of all their villains. Like, it's every villain from that show. And they're just beating the poop out of them. Their main villain's a monkey, right? Mojo Jojo. Mojo which, Jojo, that's As we is. find out in the Powerpuff Girls origin story, 
Mojo Jojo is actually like Professor. Fuck, I can't remember his name. The professor's like lab monkey mm. who assisted him with different things, and he's the one who knocked the chemical X into the into the vat. Like he is essentially the creator of the Powerpuff Girls. And what were they supposed to be? Like, what would they have? What would come out of that vat if not for Chemical X? Who knows? It might have just been a weird amalgam of sugar and spice and all these nice things that he happened to have lying around. Gotcha. Okay. So, Mo- but and Mojo Jojo is also a product of the Chemical X in another way. So, like, yeah. they're kind of like different paths of the same experiment but they've got a lot of wonky villains in that show there's like the um the amoeba brothers oh. there's the the gang green gang there's uh that one weird devilish creature that is clear, is not really masculine or feminine mm-hmm. um there's a lot of weird ones on that show it's a it's fine show i guess i want to revisit mojo jojo for a second in this origin story did they humanize him a la mewtwo in the pokemon movie I'm assuming uh, it sounds like they must have, right? Like they made it a yeah, tragic. Like, he was the lab monkey, and and then he gets immediately disregarded once these girls yeah, show course. up. Yeah. This is uh, this is very Mewtwo esque. Yeah, it's a really good special. I like I like that one a lot. Um, okay. I had a really you know how you tag on to like your sister watches a show and you're mm-hmm. in the room, so you watch that show. Yeah, and you pretend the, you don't like it, but actually you do. Yeah, and I that really was like me with the, the Gilmore Girls. Girls. Yeah. Yeah. Like Gilmore, yeah. I, my sisters didn't watch that, and I feel like if they had, I would have been really into it. Oh, it's so good! It's a oh, the goings on in Stars Hollow are just fascinating. The older I get, the more I want to live in Stars Hollow. You know, just drinking my just drinking my little uh, espresso drink from the curmudgeonly coffee, you know, barista barista. I don't know what the male term is down the road who my mom has been shacking up with like on and off for a couple years like that just sounds great doing my homework consequence free environment i just all in all it sounds like something i would enjoy one of my favorite jokes from that show that i know despite have never ever have never even seen an episode of that mm-hmm. show that i know through fiance allegis who references it a lot i guess there's a character on the show that just like does everything like he has every job like he's the mailman and, yeah like, he's the- great yeah, so she'll reference him all the time. Like, if yeah. someone does two different, like, very different things, she's like, oh, you're this guy. Maybe it's Nick. You're Nick from Gilmore Girls. That could be. So, I forget the name, but yeah. Whatever. But I know, like, of the, that's the one thing I know from that show, and I really like yeah. that idea of a character. Uh, Powerpuff Girls. Yes. The narrative, like, uh, the fact that the, every single time you're reminded exactly how the Powerpuff Girls were created. It's a catchy tune. There's a lot to look at. Um, yeah, I remember that one fondly. Yeah, so I'm interested to see, I'm interested to see where Powerpuff Girls fits in this list, but because I wasn't a huge fan of the show, didn't watch it much. But the sugar and spice and everything nice that is that just sticks, right? Um, but speaking of hints about other entrances or other entries on this list, you did say something about interestingly named villains. So I've got one that I think might be making an appearance based on that. Oh, I can't wait. Here we go. Okay. Uh, we are at seven. Seven is, seven, <laughs> this is how you know that this is our podcast. Yeah. Uh, besides the Scooby-Doo. This is a bit of a homer pick. I'm gonna defend it. It's Batman the Animated Series. Okay, seven is far too, I never know how to refer to this, high or low, whatever it is. Batman the Animated Series is, I don't know, it's gotta be number one. It's gotta if, be number one. If you play recognizability mike if you play the batman theme 
somewhere that's not our junior year dorm room, and it's the my Danny alarm. Elfman version. <laughs> if you play this to like any, even people our age or slightly older or younger, I feel like there are a lot of people that don't that aren't like, oh, that's the Batman the animated series theme. Like we know it deeply in our core because we love the show so much, and it is a great theme. The it's it's just a wonderful thing. And the the visuals accompanying it are so epic, so Gotham, so Batman. Like it's one of the best Batman products ever put out there, which is yeah. saying a lot. Um, and yet, and yet, you can't sing along to it. It's not doesn't matter. It, it's not intimately recognizable on like a subconscious level to most people. Mm-hmm. Mike, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're about to explode. Your face is so killing me right now. <laughs> I could do. I could literally do a top ten of moments from the Batman the Animated Series uh, intro, which you know what number one is. Come on, what's number one? Just tell me what's my number one moment from that entire thing. I would think it's when he narrows his eyes. Yes, it's when he squints. Yeah. <laughs> when he yeah. squints at the villains. And they're so terrified. <laughs> and I'm so terrified. Yeah. Although, I don't know. I do love that awesome little clip of the Zeppelins in the sky. Oh, yeah. And when, the police, the, and when the police come onto the roof, like, everything. The classic silhouette, like, you know, the Batman silhouette. It's all good. It's uh, all good. And when the flames shoot out of the Batmobile. See, like, I, I we could keep going. All right. Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. That's number seven. I got it out of the way. Yep. I'm sorry. We'll discuss it later. Uh-huh. Um, that's number seven for now. Okay. Yep. Uh-huh. I'm going to quickly recap 10 through seven. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to do our not top three. Okay. Okay? Yep. Number 10 is Kim Possible. Number nine is Scooby-Doo. Where are you? Mm-hmm. Number eight, Powerpuff Girls. Number seven, Batman the Animated Series. All right. I've got a not top three here. Okay. Um... These three are. I'll I'll just I'll just list them. They're not in really any particular order. I guess they are. Number three is Dexter's Lab. Interesting. Mostly, mostly because I think Dexter's Lab the the ratio of how good the theme is to the unlike Kim Possible, Dexter's Lab's theme is so forgettable. It's just like a weirdly like it doesn't quite match the feel of the show. It's like this kind of strangely menacing like orchestral music, and it's. Uh, I mean, it's good. It's a good intro to the show. You see his lab, and you see Dee Dee, and he clearly wants her to get out of his laboratory. Of course. Um, but I don't know. It's just like when I was putting this list together, I was like, "Oh, what about Dexter? Like, what was the theme for that song?" And I couldn't. I know. Remember. I'm trying to. Th- I'm literally trying you to can't think even of hear it, it right now, and I right? I can't think you can't. of it. You can't. Well, mostly because I we were just talking about Batman, but like, it's just not. It doesn't have like that that cling to your soul kind of quality that shows at this age should be able to do you know that's actually the exercise i'm running through mentally right now is animated series where i can't remember the theme the only one that comes to mind immediately that i remember not liking the theme was ren and stimpy Mm. um because i just thought that show was so weird I, i get it i'm sure it was awesome uh i thought it was weird and i remember the theme song really creeping me out I also remember Cow and Chicken, but that falls under the same category. It's not that the theme was so notably bad. I just thought that show was creepy, and I'm having a bad, I'm having a bad sensory sort of memory of. The I'll theme. add one onto the end of that list. Yeah. Cat Dog. 
That okay, theme is... that's... I freaking love the cat dog theme song. Oh, come on. Yeah, my family, we always talk about it. My dad will still say, no loop buddy, to me, because we still don't know what the theme is. It's like, no loop buddy, no three-eyed dog, just feline canine, little cat dog, cat dog. Or no three-eyed frog, I messed it up in there. But uh, but we say, like, no loop buddy, and I've still never looked up what it's supposed to be. Uh, we love that theme. Right. And I know you're I... creeped out by that show. I really hate that show. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show. I didn't, I didn't actually have it on my not top three. It's kind of in the same vein as uh, my next one is Courage. So Yes, I was wondering, because I know you like Courage more than I did. I actually really liked Courage Yeah, a lot. I liked being creeped out by that show. Mm-hmm. The theme is lame. It's like a, they're watching TV in their weird house. I remember and, the TV portion of it. And, uh, like... It's just like courage lives with Muriel and Eustace on this middle of nowhere farm, and then it's like they they pan out and Eustace's head turns into like something weird from that episode, and that's it. Like, yeah, it's just it's just lame. It's boring. It's narrative, but it doesn't do much else. The other one, the last one I had on here, um, the show that deserved a really baller theme song and just didn't get it, and it's especially upsetting because the writers of this show are so clever. They do so many cool things in this show. Kids Next Door. Mm. Kids Next Door is a kick-ass show. I love that show. Remember the Temple of Doom episode? Yeah. They they parody, like, so many things so well. It's a really, like, really tightly narrative show. I love that show. Memorable villains, memorable kids. The theme song is just, like, a kind of a, 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 a play on James Bond. Yeah. And the five kids kind of come into the frame, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. It's disappointing. The, the common a common theme among these is that these are good shows that had disappointing themes. Yeah, they're not necessarily bad themes. They're just not appropriately awesome for how good the show was. That's that's a good I think a good description of why Codename Kid ne- Kids Next Door doesn't. It will be on the the not top three here. Is that it was such a good show and I don't I barely even remembering the theme. It doesn't. It's not sticking with me at all. It doesn't matter. And yeah. you know. At the end of the day, what does a theme mean to a, so- a show? Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert, it means a lot. Yeah. The theme means a lot. And you have to, I don't know, as good as that show is, it, it lacks, like, a. it doesn't have the, the 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 resonant feeling that a lot of these other old shows do. Maybe because it was a little later, and maybe because it's part of the theme song. I don't yeah. know. That's that's mine out, top three. You kind of mentioned Cow and Chicken and Ren and Stimpy. Do you have any others you want to just toss in there? You know, none that are kind of coming to mind. I'm sticking with the ones that you're going with. Um, yeah, it's it's the lack of... It's the shows that are not memorable. That's what really sticks out is when you, there was a show that was good and you just don't really remember it. And you hit a couple of those. All right, let's get back into the fun stuff. Yeah. Um, number six I love very much. It's the Jimmy Neutron theme. Yeah. Which I'm sure, I think a lot... This is like one of those like fun facts that I think everybody knows now. Like you can't impress anyone with it anymore. That that theme was performed by Bowling for Soup. Did yeah. You know I yeah. I you think knew no 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 I I think I knew it ten years ago and completely forgot until you just said it. Mm-hmm. And now yep. I'm remembering. That's true. Um I love that theme. That and then there's the there's a lot of self self referential stuff like the they reference the candy bar like kind of tongue in cheek and then mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the theme it says this is the theme song for Jimmy Neutron yeah 
I was going to say, that's the part. It's the Jimmy Neutron at the end that really yeah. stays. I, I I could probably recite the whole thing. Remember when he's... Um, there's a kid with a knack for invention. And then mm-hmm. Goddard does the... Arf, I was arf. just going to say, I, yeah. that's the only other thing arf, no, that's no, no, like no. immediately coming to mind is the... Arf, I'm arf. sorry. He says, kid with a knack for invention... A super-powered mind, a yeah. mechanical canine. Arf, yeah, and then arf. that's when you get the RFR. Rescues yeah. the day from sure destruction. This is the theme. You get it. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the visuals in the back, it's just Jimmy and, and Carl and Sheen do it. Like, it's like, I think it's just clips from, from Yeah, episodes. I think it's just like them doing stuff. It's kind of right? like a greatest hits of yeah. all their silly adventures. Um, that is one of the best examples of a show of a movie that just got translated into a really really good tv show nickelodeon does this a lot they'll take like a tv or an actual movie mm-hmm. and like remember that barnyard movie they turned that into a show i don't um that's because it was not good okay um but they do this like they'll take a movie and sometimes try to trans or remember like disney would do it a lot um excuse me do you remember the emperor's new school like, yeah off- did you, you know, like that show no, right, and like, yeah. that's the that's the theme with these kinds of shows. Like they're not really good. The no. movie was great, and then they want to they want to build on that feeling. And this is one of the I, like the movie people remember. There's the yoke the the yoke people and the giant chicken, mm-hmm. and they like that fleet of really cool uh, roller coaster spaceships. Like people remember the movie, yeah, whatever. They never made a sequel. There's no Jimmy Neutron two because the show is so good and it lasted for a long time. Um, What's Jimmy's dad's name? Hugh. Hugh. Don't you think he should have been voiced by Brian Cranston? No, because I don't think Brian Cranston could do the, hey there, Jimbo, kind of the same way that he, I just don't feel like he could have the goofy voice. Oh, that he does. come on. Didn't you watch Malcolm in the Middle? He's goofy, but he's not as goofy as Hugh is. Oh, he's a goofy bastard. I'm now thinking like I'm really regretting back in time now. <laughs> he didn't voice Hugh. Did those, did those the, shows Ooh, Caribou. Oh, I think they... Look, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think they definitely did. They probably did. Um, And then his mom with that, like, 60s haircut. Yeah, which would have actually been perfect, because Jane... uh, uh, I want to say Krasinski because of John Krasinski. It's something like that. Um, She had hair kind of like that on Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Interesting. Um. James Isaac Neutron. Yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm falling back into it, remembering how much I love this show. I know. And we've referenced this is the second time we've referenced it on the pod because we talked about Carl Weezer on the Redhead Pod. Oh yeah, <laughs> he didn't make the list, did he? Uh, no, he did not make the Redhead. Unfortunately, list. he was a very solid honorable mention because <laughs> we do love Carl. Carl Weezer. <laughs> uh, all right, what's what's number five? All right. Number five is Hey Arnold's theme. Okay. I was hoping that this... Uh, okay. I, I'll be interested to see what places higher. Top five. It has to be top five. Has to be. And could get as higher we, as we go. Because because do it. Do the first... Do the opening of that theme. You know it. Arnold. Yeah. And it's just like this cool... like. Like it's like the the light the sun is setting it's just yeah. cool like I know it was that awesome streets. neighborhood that like made you think that you know the bad parts of town were actually pretty cool yeah and it and definitely is what inspired the uh, the Ryan Gosling character from La La Land 
to become like the hip like urban white guy who revives the future of jazz. <laughs> hey Arnold theme. <laughs> yeah. I just love how like they're peeking out over their balconies and it's like yeah. everyone wants to hang out with Arnold and yeah. He does have to move it as he has a football head. Yeah. Um, and everybody's like I-, I feel like it's sort of a uh it's sort of a uh, West Side story like everybody's like walking yeah, you're at- down exactly. the street. <laughs> They like they start walking in like a flying yeah. bee down this alley. Right, it's all the guys versus the girls, right? And and that's when he confronts Helga. I, I think I think you're right. Um, the visual is good. The 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 jazzy, just like the coolness, the coolness of that theme perfectly fits just how fucking cool both Arnold is as a character, yeah, and how cool that show. That was a cool show. It's not really like a. It's not, I mean, it's hilarious, but it's just like a, a, I don't know, very hip, very with it show. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, if we, if we ranked these shows based on their quality, it'd be a different list and Heron would probably be much higher, but, um, the theme, the theme, and you're right. I was surprised to find myself putting it at five. I think we've got a really strong top four. Yeah. There's, um, there's definitely, there's at least one that I know. Will will obviously be ahead of this, um, which probably is number one. I'm I'm thinking, um, and if so, deservedly so. But Hey Arnold, I think holds a strong five. I'm fascinated to see what places above it. Uh, also, now this made me think of it. I had plans with my sisters to watch uh, the updated Hey Arnold that came out just a couple weeks ago, right after Thanksgiving, and I did not watch it. And now I'm really regretting it. Did you see it? Do you just say there's new Hey Arnold that exists in this Yeah. World? Yeah, it's the it's the Arnold goes to find his parents. Remember they they crashed in the jungle somewhere on their uh oh. plane? And I think yeah. this one is like the search for his parents. Wow. Yeah. And that came out like recently? The day after Thanksgiving. Holy hell. I'm gonna have to watch that. That's incredible. Yeah, what the hell was and I doing? It, do you know what do you know what it's do you know what it's on? Like what network? I think Nickelodeon. All right, yeah, I'm on that. It's actually now that you said that. that I'm, so the other day we were playing this game. It's like it's like Pictionary. You draw stuff. People have to guess. And um, roommate Dill, but our <laughs> Mike and I's mutual roommate since our freshman year of college. Um, re- he drew. Uh, I don't remember what he was trying to get across, but he wrote down PS one eighteen, oh, and everyone God. knew he was trying to get it. Hey Arnold, that's incredible. Like, isn't that cool? How like that that's, little detail from yeah. that, like. The public school that you went to is like it's it's PS one eighteen. I know that. Like that's I don't know. Everybody We're not knows that. About- and you know what the best part is? Somebody probably actually went to PS one eighteen. Like right. there's probably a real PS one eighteen in New York City, and somebody went to it. And some lucky kids went there. Oh, man, I bet they all have it anyways, tattooed on their shoulder. I would. Yeah, I may do that anyways. I'll uh, Russell uh, a little bit of uh, Russell Crowe in uh, Gladiator, like the SPQR tat. <laughs> nice reference. Yeah. Um. Okay, that was All number right. five. All right, what do you got? Number four is an epic, epic, mm-hmm. epic theme song. Triple epic. It okay. is. It is the Pokemon theme song. Okay. This theme song is insane. Like, this is the only theme song on this list that you can just like belt out and like clench your fists. Yeah. Um. I I remember like. In the early stages of dating Allegis, we went to, I think you were there, we went to this, like, p- dueling pianos night in yeah. school. I, I absolutely and, remember this now. Yep. Yeah, and they were taking requests and all this or whatever. 
And um, it was just like, it was a lot of like Piano Man and, you know, like all these piano yeah. songs. Mm-hmm. And then someone requests the Pokemon theme and it's on. And then Lee just starts like belting out the Pokemon theme song. And like, I don't know, that was one of those like, holy hell. Yeah. I could maybe marry this person moments. Yep. Like, <laughs> that was, that's like, I, I remember that very fondly. Uh, I was surprised that she knew it, but very delighted. I kind of am now remembering in a lesser way, seeing her do that and being like, all right, okay, maybe she does deserve my Kyle. Respect. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It was like a respect thing. It's like, yeah, okay. game recognized game. Yeah, exactly. And and this theme song shouldn't be confused with the Pokemon rap because the rap is different like the yeah. rap has a lot some similar lines in it about mm-hmm. catching them all and being the very best there ever was yeah um but ever. the ever but the theme the the opening theme is different and it sure is epic um i mean you want to be the very best there ever was to train them is my cause you you i'm you remember the song right it seems yeah. like you're not quite as bullish on the the pokemon theme as i am no i am i'm listening i'm letting you i'm letting you think through this thing um I think you're right. What's cool about the Pokemon theme is it just takes a wildly different approach to the rest of them. Like, I think most of these, it's sort of like mildly earnest, um, but sort of, you know, jokey. Then there's the Jimmy Neutron, like big old wink, wink. But then Pokemon goes the total opposite, completely earnest, kind of ridiculous, like operatic route. Um, which is kind of cool. It's, it's, it also actually kind of makes me wonder, um, whether this theme might have been written in Japanese first and then translated. <laughs> I was just going to say, cause I'm now I, thinking that must be what happened. <laughs> I was just going to say like this song, like really, really appeals to Japanese children. Probably. Yeah. Cause so Caroline <laughs> and I, I was part of, uh, my Christmas present to her. We went to this thing called Shinyun, which is, uh, this, um, Chinese dance compilation, which we've been seeing advertisements for a while. And we like, you know, saw the signs we're like, what is that? And then I was like, you know what? We're doing this for Christmas. It was amazing. Really cool. Um, but long, long story short, uh, it was a little bit of a propaganda show, um, for a persecuted religious minority in China. Worthwhile cause interesting to hear their music because it was clearly written in mandarin and then translated to english and as they were singing they showed the uh lyrics uh in the chinese characters and then the translated lyrics oh boy (laughs) oh boy i'm now i'm like almost certain that this was poorly translated by some intern who is like, oh, no, like, I took Japanese. No, like, I, yeah, no, I went to college. Like, I took Japanese in college. And they're like, all right, so you could translate this for us? He's like, yeah, catch them all. Well, yeah, huh? Because was only, like, loosely rhymes with cause. Right. And <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, now the more I'm thinking about it, this feels like it was kind of a stretch. Yeah. Well, what was definitely written in English was the part where he goes, I know what's my destiny. Yeah, that part was definitely written by somebody who was into, like, late 90s pop music. <laughs> it's very fitting for the time this was popular. Now that I just, like, nailed that high note, it made me think of the Sailor Moon theme song, and it has, like, kind of the same thing. That <laughs> Sailor Moon! The... <laughs> I wonder if there was like a like a similar writer there that just had this one trick or <laughs> yeah this is sort of this is really now like 
kind of delving into the origins of where this Pokemon thing came from. There's a story. There's like an ESPN 30 for 30 on the origins of this that needs to be made. We would all, because you know a billion people would watch it. Yeah. Like every, every single Japanese person would watch yeah. it. And then like every American man between the ages of like 34 yep. and like down. Yeah. It's a lot of people. Agreed. I, yeah, you'd be getting a pretty wide swath of people who are like, all right, I'm into this. I, I need to know. I really need to know how this got put together. Yeah. I feel like Disney owns Pokemon by now, right? Can we have this? Can we get this, please? I have to assume they do. Yeah, I think they... Disney owns they everything. We'll be seeing <sighs> We'll be seeing Charizard show up in Avengers 12. Oh, I cannot wait for that. Yeah, that'll be fun. All right, that was four. Okay. Um... Last time we did our honorable mentions before we did our top three, I kind of like that. You want to do that yeah. again? Yeah. All right. Um, all right. What do you got? I've got a long list here. Okay. Um, I'm I'm just gonna rattle them off, and we can talk about the ones that we want to after. Okay. Okay. Rocket power. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pinky in the brain. <laughs> uh, this is one that is like my one of my personal favorites, but I don't think belongs on this list. Danny Phantom. Do you remember that oh, show? Oh, I do remember Danny Phantom. I remember I, a cool, a cooler theme than show. If you wanted me to, I could wrap the shit out of that whole thing right now. I okay. won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe like a bonus cast, I'll do that. You're welcome. To. Um, Teen Titans. Okay. Samurai Jack. Mmm. Yeah, that one I feel like goes more on the animation than the the song. Yeah, the the song is just like the da da na na da da na na da da na na samurai jack. Like it's not yeah, it's nothing special. But the the visuals are striking. That whole show is amazing. Um, this is a Cartoon Network one that was on a little later. You might not. Did you remember or did you ever watch Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends? I'm familiar with it, but didn't watch it. Great show. It's actually a really really clever show. Very well mm-hmm. put together. But the the theme goes. It's just very whimsical, very imaginary, friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a world I wish I we could have lived in. Yeah. Um, uh, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Just because the okay. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I was gonna. I I know Ed, Ed, and Eddie doesn't belong on this list. God damn, I love Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I was such a fan, and that's a great theme. I love how they're on the white background, just like doing stuff. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I, I I grappled with this one. It was between this one and Kim Possible for number ten. So yeah. like we can we can talk more about it. Oh, okay. This. All right. If it's that close for you, then I might I might yeah. want to I might want to stump for that because I, I grappled with Ed and Eddie. I grappled with I I actually don't love that show, but the Oh I did. Great. Um this this one, uh Magic School Bus, which like I don't oh, know about you, but I I, I forgot never, about that. Because did you ever watch Magic School Bus on TV? Like twice, maybe one time, and you were like, yeah. "What the fuck is this doing on TV?" Yeah, it's just from from class. Um, mm-hmm. And that's a great theme. It's got that like I don't know who sings it, but it's got that like soulish kind of. You might get baked into a pie on the Magic School Bus. Yeah, right on the Magic School Bus. Oh, anyways, yeah, um, I really like the Magic School Bus. What was the really redhead's name? Theme. Phoebe? No, no, the dude. Was it... Is his name Arnold? Arnold. Or no, Carlos. Arnold is the one that knew he should have stayed home today. Right, yeah, the redhead, right? He's afraid of everything. Yeah, he was great. There was an episode where he 
had to get some marshmallows or something, and they kept calling them mallows, and I remember it was... Ah. Yeah. He really should have stayed home that day. He should have. There's one where he eats, um, he turns orange, and then they shrink down Yes, because he's drinking, okay, this is one of the greatest episodes, is because he's drinking too much, uh, carrot juice or something, or orange soda or something. Yeah, he's eating, like, these chips that are, like, they're, like, they're, like, carrot wedges or something, and, like, it's, it's pigmenting his skin, and then, it's, like, a cool, uh, oh my god, it just, wow. Osmosis Um, Jones. (laughs) Yes, Osmosis Jones! Like, like, that's another one of those, um, good movie, good TV show. Um, but I don't remember the theme. Also, great Bill Murray. Ugh. Remember that scene <laughs> when his zip pops? That's disgusting. Yeah, it's gross. I just heard there's going to do a whole TV show about zip popping, uh, Pimple Popper MD or something. Mm. Yeah, sounds, sounds great. great, doesn't it? Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, last one on my list. This is from, uh, this is a newer show that I just absolutely love. I don't think it quite fits in with the theme of, like, the time frame of this list. Otherwise, I'm Phineas and Ferb here. It's Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, of course it is. I know how much you love Phineas and Ferb. That show is truly great. I defy anyone to watch that show and not enjoy it. And tell us your fact about uh, Phineas or Ferb, whichever one it is. Ferb is uh, Jojen Reed. Um, from? From Thrones. Okay, just making those. just making sure. I think most of our listeners know, but just in yeah. case, Car- just in case Caroline listens, yeah, I don't want her to feel excluded, you know. Right, and um, Loser. that actor is also a, like a random. <laughs> it's kind of funny. He's a random like button pusher in the Force Awakens. I was just gonna say, wasn't he in Force Awakens? <laughs> yeah. We noticed much, that last time we watched it. Much like Lysa Aaron is a random I, button yes. pusher in, because and he and he has yeah. that one throwaway line, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Like, supercharger is charging. Like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Blaster's ready. You know. It, yeah. That's the he same definitely didn't wear his name tag to work that day. No, certainly not. No. Um. Anyways, that was that's my honorable mention list. Okay. Um. There are a couple in there we can we can talk about. But all right, I don't uh, want to. I don't want to accidentally step on anything in the top three. I got a couple that I have a I have a suspicion will end up in the top three. One mm-hmm. I I liked uh, for a show I did not like was Dave the Barbarian. Uh, if you oh, remember, bah, bah, I remember the show I never watched. It. Bah, bah, barbarian, like that's the whole theme. Um, okay, I'm sure there was more to it, but that's the part I remember. That was really catchy, and I liked that a lot. Um. So we got a couple others. Uh, I don't want to step on any of yours. Um, so I guess the the last one I want to mention that I'm pretty certain is not going to make it is Animaniacs. Remember that mm. one? That was a good I, one. I, yeah, I I actually tinkered with putting it on my dishonorable mentions because I found it a little bit annoying. Oh no, it's but, definitely annoying. Yeah, uh, I'm glad you brought it up though. Yeah, like Looney actually, Tunes, I just, like all that. Yeah, I just saw today that they're uh, rebooting it on Hulu next year. Really? Yeah. The Animaniacs. We put baloney in our slacks, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they'll they'll reboot Captain Planet while they're at it. I really hope so. (laughs) Judging by. Judging by. What? What is it? Johnny Quest? Do you remember that show? Oh, I do. I brought Johnny Quest up recently. I think I was talking to our friend Alex um, about this super racist sidekick, Haji. (laughs) <laughs> I think I think was the context in which Johnny Quest came up. That could be a fun. Wow, I, that's like those are probably the last two times we'll reference Johnny Quest in the next ten years. And uh, I'll find a way. I will. I will engineer yeah. our upcoming episodes uh, to get 
more Johnny Quest because I loved that show. I really, I was really into that show as a kid. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, okay, yeah, I think you have a good idea of where these top three are going. You want to, you want to get into that? Yeah, let's roll. All right. Um, number three is SpongeBob SquarePants. Okay. Yep, that had to be a top three, and I, th- yeah. I think this is appropriate. The reason it's not higher, it's infinitely recognizable. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea, Mike? Yeah, a guy named SpongeBob SquarePants from Absorbent, what I understand. Yellow, porous. And porous is he? is he? Yeah, the the like and porous is he sentence construction is so perfect. And porous is he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then just the yelling of SpongeBob SquarePants, yeah. flop on a deck kids. and you know hop in the deck and flop like a fish. Yeah. And then there's yeah. I, I love the line that if nautical nonsense be something, something you, you wish. wish. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like the cool sort of old English yeah, construction of sentences. And then the. I can't whistle it. And he plays with his nose. Yeah. Yeah. The problem with that theme is that it's just like a weird mash cut of like weird frames in the background that say SpongeBob SquarePants. And, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and there's like the creepy pirate at the beginning with, with the human lips. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Oh, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't like the human lips. Part yeah. Of that. It, like the, the visual is just not there. Um, like the next two on this list certainly do. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have to go into depth about SpongeBob. I know we both could, and we are yeah. going to in the future on this podcast. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's just go into number two then. Okay. What is number uh, two? Because I know what number one has to be. Really? I, mean, I wonder what be. one you're thinking of. Because one of these, we have an incredible, incredible attachment to. Okay. And the other one is just an amazing theme. All right. What do you got? Number two is recess. God, I actually was I was not thinking of recess. I didn't even really. Like, I totally forgot recess existed. Now it's totally obvious. So I totally wasn't even thinking of recess, which is insane because I love recess, and you and I specifically love the theme song for reasons which you will explain in one second. Um, so that's just my brain forgetting. Which I, just as a very much a side note for the listeners, if you have been listening, there are times when we just utterly forget something um every episode so far it it happens it's a tough one and so i'm very grateful for your oversight here because this would have been a insanely glaring oversight on my part so kyle why do we have such a great attachment to recess well first of all (laughs) mike and i both have a affinity for whistling in general Mm -hmm. much to the irritation of our roommate dill (laughs) Who really doesn't like whistling all that much. And who, contrary to the way we talk about him on this pod, is our mutual best friend and somebody who we love living with. He is the third leg of this tripod and the third Amigop. Um, (laughs) He's like like a a tripod. Did you catch that, Jimmy Neutron? Yes, I did. Um, I just wanted to make sure everyone knew I Mm -hmm. knew Jimmy Neutron that well. Yep. And Um, I made a Vern Troyer's penis reference. Oh, very good. He's like a damn tripod. <laughs> like a baby's arm, old an apple. <laughs> My God, for a tripod. Um, yeah, we're really digging into the meat of our friendship here with these yeah. references. Um, anyways, Dylan's one of our best friends. It's amazing because like a lot of the things we do, he doesn't really like very much. One of the big ones is whistling. Um, neither of us is really a very good whistler. No. And yet we do great. it all the same. Mm-hmm. And one of 
the sneakily hardest. It's one of the most pleasurable things in the world to whistle is the recess theme song. It's. And then I can't do more because I don't have musical talent. Well, and that's the thing. The, <laughs> it's sneakily hard because the range. Yeah. Like it, yeah. the range is insane in a very short amount of time. It's hard to get your lips to maneuver that quickly. Mm-hmm. Didn't stop us from trying. No, oftentimes um, we would do this. This is this is people are gonna stop listening after this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we would do this thing where, like, when we knew the other guy, we lived in a dorm together, and so we had communal showers. So, like, whenever we knew the other guy was showering, like you would walk in there and like one of us would whistle the first part of the theme and then the other guy would whistle the other half. Like Mm -hmm. we were like, you know, showering at the same time and whistling the recess song back and forth. It was a good way of making sure that the person in the other shower was definitely you or me so that we could then chat because you didn't want it to turn out to be uh, Jake last name redacted because (sighs) he would be super mad that's a good way to get punched in the dick. <laughs> right in the dick, which unfortunately, while you're showering, is very, very identifiable and vulnerable. So this was a good way of making sure that the person you were talking to about the latest episode of Danny Phantom was, in fact, you or me. Correct. Yes. So, so recess, for, everybody. For those of you still listening, recess, besides our affinity for it, I yeah. will argue tooth and nail with anyone that wants to argue about this. Yeah. That recess really truly belongs high on this list, yeah, because it's so fucking perfect. First of all, this yeah. the tune is so catchy. Mm-hmm. No, it's not sing alongable, but it's infinitely whistleable yep. too. And just the the sequence, like the 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 quick camera flashes yeah. between, and you get a flavor of every single character in the show. And the, the dynamic of the recess yard, you get the kindergartners, King Bob, yep. Also, the, the artist formerly known as Pharaoh Bob. That's right. <laughs> Great yep. episode. Yep. You get this, and then the um, TJ uh, gets the ball, and it's this clever with the, yep. the dots stuck in the gum. And uh, Mikey eats the whole sandwich okay. and then belches. Wait, so this was my question. I uh, which of the core six is six right? Yeah. Uh, cutaways is your favorite. Vince has like the has the cool um like he spins it on his finger and like yep. keeps it behind his back. Mm-hmm. Mikey does the belch. Gretchen has like she's like making potions or whatever. Yep. Uh, Spinelli is rolling up her sleeves and chasing someone. I think. I think so. Gus is getting a ball out of his, the gum in his hair. He blows a bubble and it pops on his head. Yep. And then the ball lands on his stuck head. Stuck on the head. Yep. And therefore we get to it. I think my yeah. favorite is when TJ. Just the coolest, the the born leader, mm-hmm. the coolest fourth grader there is. Yeah, just plucks it right out of Gus's hair and holds it up like a trophy, mm-hmm. and then it's then plucked from his hand by Miss Finster. Yeah, and then the and then he like leans back he leans out the back door. out the door. Yep. Oh my god, I love T.J. Detweiler. I love that show more than anything. Yeah, and I love this theme song. It's a great um, theme, and like you said, the audio and the visual work together perfectly. I'm personally, uh, I'm, I'm, I love the Mikey burp. I'm such a fan of the Mikey burp, but everything about this whole thing is perfect. And then there, there's, who's climbing across the monkey bars, right? There's like a sequence of them. Well, um, 
There's the sequence with the it's like the kindergarten. I was gonna say it's the kindergartners, like, right? I'm yeah. like crawling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then like there's you get a shot of everybody. There's the swinger. Um, yeah, I can't remember her name, but the one who's always on the swing and the, the Ashleys. Ashleys. Yep. Um, they're all there. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's a brilliant theme, and uh, I don't know. I I think I could honestly argue with a person that didn't love this show as much as we did that it belongs here it it's a better theme than spongebob oh yeah no i don't i don't think this is a homer pick i think this is this is legitimately earned its place not to mention that it's just like a it's you know got a real cult following yeah no doubt and it's just a well done show it's a good show it's well written yeah um oh i got one more honorable mention that i just remembered in case my sisters listen i don't want them to kill me uh pepper ann do you remember pepper ann I do remember Pepper Ann. Whoa. What grade is she in? Seventh grade? Pepper Ann, Pepper Ann. She's too cool for seventh grade. Pepper Ann. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, wait, one more. One more. I bet that it's my the same one I'm thinking That of. my sister will kill me. Angela Anaconda. Oh, remember? Uh, oh, no. It's Ninny Poo, which was one of the creepiest shows. Do you remember Angela Anaconda? No. Pretty sure I told you about this show in college, and you were so creeped out. It's this, uh, like, black and white paper cut out of a girl who looks like she's on like a the back of a milk carton in 1940 um and it's incredibly creepy uh but the theme song is really memorable and my sisters and i love that uh show so sorry continue well all right now that we're on this uh, you just made me think of two more um uh real quick rugrats the yeah i was gonna argue for that in my legitimate i think it should be included uh maybe i don't know um and then uh, I just forgot about it. It's not like I cons- it's not like I considered it and said no. One that I'm a fr- I'm kind of surprised you didn't bring up um, is uh, American Dragon. The American Dragon. Also right? on my is list it- of ones that I want genuinely included. Okay, all right. Sorry. It's okay. Um, my number one. I'm sure you've guessed it by now. Yes. Number one is uh, it's everybody's number one because it's the right pick. It's fairly odd parents. What? Oh shit! What? Oh. What? what? Oh, oh what my goodness. I so I love the Fairly Odd Parents. The Fairly Odd Parents are incredible and needed to be on this list that I was going to laugh at you forever for not including them. But now I'm going to laugh at you forever for not including the obvious greatest animated Wait. show theme song of all time. All right. Hold on then. Uh, I'm like panicking. Let me argue for Fairly Odd Parents real quick. Okay. Uh Oh my God. Wait, no, let's get it out of the way because otherwise you're not going to be able to focus. I want, yeah, I want right. your full attention what, on what Fairly Odd Parents. The Simpsons. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, we'll talk about The Simpsons later, but just continue. Give me your Fairly Odd Parents pitch, because I think Fairly Odd Parents is still a top fiver and maybe a top, like, three-er. So go. Okay. Um, Fairly Odd Parents has all three. Uh, you, if you hear this, any any part of it, you know it's Fairly Odd Parents. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't know any of the words, because I, I looked up the words earlier today, and you don't know any of them. Green Moose Globa Juice, Giant Snake, right. Birthday Cake, Large Fries, Chocolate Shake. Chocolate Shake. Yeah. Yeah. Wands and Wings, Floaty Crowny Things. Yep. You know, So when he says, um, uh, Bob and Dad and Vicky always giving him commands. Something twerp. So, if bed, uh, bedtime twerp or something like that. Yeah. And then, uh, bed twerp. Yeah. And then the next line is the gloom and doom up in, in his, his room. room. Yep. Is broken instantly Silly. by the magic yeah. little fish who grants his every, every wish. wish. Yep. Yeah. 
In reality, they're his fairly odd parents. Mm-hmm. And then the the sequence is awesome. It's just like a, a rapid fire. You're getting to see everything that he's shouting out. Yeah, and the then, green moose, the glob of juice. It, yeah. yeah, and then always at the end, Vicky's head, pow, turns into like whatever th- is going to be in that episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that part of it. I like that. Yeah, it's a subtle touch that I enjoyed quite a bit. Um, That's a really good show. And I, I think like this... this I think parts of, like, I think the recess tune is more catchy than the Fairly Odd Parents tune. But not by a huge margin. Not by a huge margin, and I think, like, the, some of the lyrics and some of the others are better than this one, because you know them, actually. And I think that the visual the visual sequence in some of these is 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 better than this one. I don't think any has, any has a solid enough combination like this one does. This one has all three. Yeah. Um, and is associated with a really good show. That's why it's number one for me. And, uh, I'm going to r- rattle off my 10 real quick and then let's, let's dig into it. Okay. Number 10, Kim Possible. Number mm-hmm. nine, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Number eight, Powerpuff Girls. Number seven, Batman, the animated series. Number six, Jimmy Neutron. Number five, Hey Arnold. Number four, Pokemon. Number three, SpongeBob. Number two, Recess. And number one, Fairly Odd Parents. Okay. All right. Um, Let's. Why don't I tell you the ones I'm gen? I think really yeah. should be considered, and then we'll talk about what we think might be vulnerable. Okay. Um. Okay. So the Simpsons definitely I think needs to be a top, like three, uh, and we can talk about where it, it places. But that's that's one that has to be on this list. I will let you have Cat Dog. Not going to make it be on the list. Put that Thank as a you. strong honorable mention from me. Um. One that I think probably should be on the list but we should at least talk about uh, kind of from this family of shows uh, we're getting at here is family guy. Oh, um, family guy's a great one. And then on the other part of the uh, adult animated series is South park. South park is a pretty iconic opening uh, song more so than the sequence. The sequence isn't as much, but the song um, really how does it go? Cause I don't, I don't, I don't watch South park. How does as you know, I'm incapable of reproducing uh, sounds of music. Sure. Um, it's like a guitar strumming, it's you. You would know it if you heard it. I can't. Okay. I can't. I can't okay. reproduce it. Uh, and unfortunately, we don't have the rights to anything. No. Um. Another one. Actually, now I'm going down the list of like adult comic, adult animated series that are great. And I know you love this one. Is King of the Hill? How does that theme go? Uh, it's also just a bunch of rock music, but it's the one where the guys are all standing. This one is more about the visual. They're all standing out in front yeah. of the fence, yeah. and drinking beer as the sun starts to like go down. That's a really good one. Yeah. Um, do you mention Rocket Power as an honorable mention? That was my first honorable mention, yeah. Yeah. I, I... Rocket Power comes close. Yeah. It, it's probably not on the list, but that one's a close one. Yeah. Uh, I thought about that one, like, kind of at the back end. Um, yeah. It's just not, like, it, it doesn't have, like, a coherent, uh, like, tune to it. It's just like, like, guitar riffs and like it's just like a it's what it should be for what that show is. I was gonna say that's sort of that's sort of rocket power for you is like yeah just a bunch of cool stuff sort of thrown in a blender and yeah put Um, together it's a it's a great show with a a fine theme i would say yeah oh that just reminded me for whatever reason the episode i just thought of was the uh capture the flag episode which is one of my favorites um man i love that also appropriate for me right now because i'm very bravely braving a, a quite the winter storm is the one where the rhino goes out and surfs in like big storm swells. And then, uh, 
Otto goes out too, and Raymundo tells him not to write a check that his butt can't cash or something, and they all get the line wrong. It's great. Raymundo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, American Dragon Jake Long also falls under the I like it more than others, and so probably doesn't belong. But American Dragon Jake Long is a great theme for two reasons. One, it's a great theme, especially the song. But two is that they totally changed the animation style after the first season. And so you have two totally distinct uh, opening mm. sequences um, based on the different animation style. So that's really cool. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, I get it. That probably shouldn't be on the list. So the ones I want to fight for here, I the Simpsons, like I said, that, that feels like one that definitely needs to be on this list. Um, I think Family Guy should be on the list here. Uh, based mostly on the tune, but the tune is really famous. Um, so Family Guy and the Simpsons, and then <laughs> sort of a personal interest here. I want Ed, Ed and Eddie to be considered since you were already kind of on the fence. Yeah. Okay. I can live with that. All right. Um, are you, any- are you bailing on Rugrats? Cause you mentioned just now that you, you were thinking about it. <sighs> yeah. I'm bailing on Rugrats. I love it, okay. but I get it. It's, it, is there, there's not even any words, right? It's just, nah, the, it's just like the weird, dude, creepy kind of. Yeah, I know. I, and in light of fan theories that have come out in recent years, I'm finding the song even creepier now. Yep. So we can we can ignore that. <laughs> one. Moving along, um, vulnerable feeling ones. Uh, I think Powerpuff Girls feels a little bit vulnerable. Um, I cannot call BTAS vulnerable because it's Batman. No, I yeah, I agree. I think I think Powerpuff Girls is. Is a weak one. Um, I just love the <laughs> sugar, the voiceover, and everything nice. Yeah, um, we can yeah we can talk about that. I think looking back on it, because of the kind of the rules I've imposed on here, I'm totally comfortable with breaking my own rules. I had no qualms about that. Yeah, I just think in the spirit of this list, maybe Scooby Doo comes off. I think you're right. And I think this might actually be a scenario where for the first time ever, the three that come off are going to be the bottom three. We'll yeah. Because I, I think Kim Possible is is a little bit weaker. Especially, um, yeah. I mean, we, we discussed, like, it's literally just the one, like, sound. Which is very memorable. But there's some other yeah. good ones. Uh, so I think Kim Possible, Scooby-Doo, and Powerpuff Girls. And I think we find spots for Ed, Ed, and Eddie, Family Guy, and Simpsons. I think it might be as simple as that. I yeah. I could yeah. I I'm I'm I have qualms about Family Guy just because like really the, just because the, not because of the theme just because of the nature of the list like this. It's Is it not because like, it's too adult? Yeah, I think so. And it's like the feel of it, like the like no kid is like singing along to the fam. And I, some kids are. I I just like uh and I don't know like. A lot of these theme songs for me have like uh, a cherishable kind of like nostalgic kind of wholesome goodness to them that makes me think of being a kid. Okay. And like I just, I just don't it, the Simpsons even is on the edge and I think that's why it didn't occur to me. Mm-hmm. Uh Family Guy like is definitely not in that category for me. And oh. I mean, that's because like I never watched Family Guy until I was in college like like I didn't I, I wasn't allowed to as a kid, and then I just didn't really get into it in high school, I don't think. So, um, like, right. I don't have that association with it. I, I'll let you pull that off, but then you're making a trade. 
That means you're giving me a total sentimental favorite that probably doesn't belong on this list. I'll make you a trade. Give me American Dragon Jake Long at number 10. Uh, Give it to me, baby. I don't know if I want to do that. Because I don't want to... Because I think there are a lot of people that are that would stump for Family Guy. It's very popular. I love the theme. I don't. But I, I think it's important I, that we may remain true to the spirit of the list, and I think you might be right. I think you might be right about the spirit of the list. I think I, the right. Simpsons. Can is I meet such, you halfway? Yeah. Because I don't think that I don't think that Jake Long <laughs> is uh, is has a wide enough appeal and a wide enough fan base. Unfortunately, let's find another one. That you like, that has more of a classic feel to it, that we can put at the bottom of this list. What if I give you Cat Dog? Give me Cat Dog. I'll take it. I'll take, take Cat, Cat Dog. Dog. I'll take Cat Dog. Okay. Uh, anything to get Cat Dog on a list curated by you, I take that as a victory. <laughs> Wait a. This is. Uh, the ABCs of negotiating, everybody. Yeah. Start with Family Guy. Work down to Jake Long. <laughs> finally, get Kyle to cave with Cat Dog. Yeah. I, all right. The theme itself is oh, it's fine. The uh, Cat Dog, Cat, cat Dog, dog. Yeah. alone in the world with a little Cat Dog. It's Boo! fine. I just hate the show. Yeah. All right. It's a great theme. Okay. Let's also caveat or <laughs> say that Family Guy's a great theme, and I love singing along to it. Yeah. It just doesn't, it just doesn't fit. I for get me, it. It doesn't fit the theme for me. So. Uh, okay. I get it. I think we, I, I let's cannot. Put, let's, yeah. Let's put Cat Dog at 10. Okay. We'll start there. All right, 10. Um, do you want to get back to the top of the list? Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's talk, let's talk number one. What do you, what are you thinking? Are you sticking with Fairly Odd Parents or does The Simpsons change things for you? The Simpsons is so different. Uh, it's got one of the greatest visual sequences ever. Yeah, both of them got, too. Because there's the long, the long version that they yeah. started with. Then there's the shortened version that they stuck with that doesn't involve Maggie going through the checkout line. And then there's, of course, the most important element, which is the the variation for each episode and how they get on the couch. Yep, yep. And there's the iconic font. Um, yep. Uh, this one is kind of like recess, right? Like, there's no, there are no words to it. You can't sing along to it. Yeah. But The Simpsons is obviously a more recognizable tune than recess. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been covered by Green Day for for heaven's sake. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm having a hard time because like that that theme song means a lot. It means different things to different people than the Fairly Odd Parents one does. I, I'm kind of leaning towards. Leaving Fairly Odd Parents at one and putting Simpsons at two. What do you think? I think I'm okay with that because I think that Fairly Odd Parents more purely fits what this list is going for, even if The Simpsons is a higher expression of what a theme song can be. I I agree. I think the you can't ignore the greatness of The Simpsons. It's kind of like how um remember when we did the N sixty four pod and we said that Ocarina of Time like we felt like we were sliding it because it wasn't like Nintendo E like couch yeah. game enough. Yeah. Even though it was such a great game, like this is such a great theme. That's like you said, it's indisputably like probably the most uh, prolific theme of all time. But it's not quite childish enough to be number one. Is yeah. that fair? Yeah, 
I think so. But I think, I think it's importance means it's still, it's number two. I think it's still, it should be number two. All right. Tell Um, me what you think about my, my are now, or it's the original three through, or no, it's not. It's, it's bumped down. So now our three through eight goes recess, SpongeBob, Pokemon, Hey Arnold, Jimmy Neutron, Batman. So I think that, um, I think there's a little bit of reordering, but I think those are the component parts. Yeah. So let's I'm gonna stump- let's agree that Ed, Ed, and Eddie should be number nine. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then we'll have to put together the ones between three and eight with the parts that we currently have. So, yeah. Okay. Yep. That makes sense. So I think that number three is recess. I agree. I was going to stump for that. I think it belongs there. I think that Pokemon is not number four. Well, SpongeBob is currently four. Oh, excuse me. Yes. I think... I actually think that think, isn't either. I think that Hey Arnold is number four. Over SpongeBob? Over SpongeBob and over Pokemon, yes. Hmm. I would give you over Pokemon. Argument, arg- convince me on SpongeBob. The visual. I think it rests on the visual. I think that the SpongeBob song is probably stronger, but the visual of the entire world building that occurs in the Hey Arnold theme is so strong. It, 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 I think SpongeBob, SpongeBob sort of, it's a shot across, this is not intended as a pun, but it is sort of a shot across the bow in terms of like, this is going to be a really weird effed up show that you're about to watch. Yeah. But Hey Arnold, like, this should have been on adult swim. Yeah. Hey Arnold immediately puts you in a world. I think, I think what you're, so if you look at it, they're, they're missing, they're each missing one of like the three things that I'm talking about. SpongeBob mm-hmm. doesn't have the visual and Hey Arnold doesn't have like the sing-along factor yeah. to it. But in, in keeping with what we've been talking about with that theme, it's so cool. Yeah. Wouldn't it be weird if it had lyrics? It like, would be so weird. Cause what would they sing about? Yeah, like the City coolness of, of stars. it. I guess it would just sing yeah. the music from La La Land. All right. I think, yeah, I think you've convinced me. Like the the coolness of that theme is because it doesn't have words. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's put it at four. Let's yep. keep SpongeBob above Pokemon. Yeah. I th- oh, absolutely. I actually think that I want to move Pokemon down yet another slot. I want Pokemon at seven. I want Batman at six. And I don't. And I actually don't think this is a purely personal choice. I do. I, I jest about how much we're attached to this but i think it's got a couple things going for it uh which i guess this first one could also go against it but it has sort of the residual charm of still being the theme from the 1990 or 1989 batman uh with michael keaton so i think it has really wide appeal because of that but i also i was just looking earlier uh at ign's list of top cartoons of all time and batman the animated series is number two like, I know you and I joke about our outsized appreciation for yeah. the show, but it is very but widely recognized as, as perhaps the greatest animated series of all time. Consider that source, too, though. It's IGN. Like, they love they love Batman. and I, think- I agree. But uh, while you speak, and I'm going to look up a more generic top list. I just... I just think if... Like, if, if we're the... It's like the eye test, right? Like, if you... The... Like... Like... The story I told earlier, like the fact that Allegis knows the words to the Pokemon theme song, mm-hmm. 
but wouldn't recognize the Batman theme probably. Mm-hmm. She might because she's dating me and thereby dating you kind of. That's true. Um, I don't think she recognizes it. I think that's true of a lot of people. Um, whereas, I don't know, a lot of people still don't know the Pokemon theme. I just think like... If we're gonna if we're gonna keep the Simpsons from being number one because of like this childish kind of mass appeal mm-hmm. to a certain age group, we should be consistent with. And I think for that same reason, Pokemon is higher than Batman. Having trouble finding the finding a list? Yeah, there's not a lot of good lists out there. This is kind of the problem. I found one from Business <laughs> Insider, but it was too weird to even be trusted. It was like Ren and Stimpy, yeah. BoJack Horseman. Yeah, no. uh, which which was a little bit weird. A- at any rate, I'm, uh, it's gonna kill me. I'll let you have this one. I've I've what taken about, I've taken my pound of flesh. Why I don't can, we compromise? Why don't we compromise? I I think the what you were said. It's longevity. I think plays for it, and um, the same can't be said for Jimmy Neutron, right? Like, I I, I could if if I don't know. I don't want to do it just because just because we love it but you make you make some good points i what do you think about moving it up to seven and moving jimmy down to eight i'm down with that let's do that it is a great theme the visual is so striking oh it It is is. so choice so choice if you have the means i highly which you a lot of people do have the means for those of you do not know yeah. Batman the Animated Series yes. is available to stream on Amazon Prime. For free. And it should be. For free. Well, well once you've included with Prime. <laughs> and we are not sponsored by Amazon Prime. We just love Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, that's the big This thing. is a really, really, really good show and it holds up. Mm-hmm. Um, but its theme is number seven all time. Yeah. With that, Mike, we've got a top ten list. We got are a list, baby. I'm, ha- I'm pumped with this right. list. I This is... Uh, this is one of the most some of the most fun I've had doing this pod. Yeah. I love this episode. Um, I'll rattle them off. Number ten, cat dog. <laughs> Congratulations, Kyle just said cat dog. You, you slimy bastard. Yep. Number nine, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yep. Number eight, Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius. Number seven, Batman the Animated Series. Kyle Number just six, narrowed his eyes as he said it. Um. That was one of the best semesters of our lives when that yeah. was my alarm clock. Sure Although was. you never heard it because you woke up two hours before me. That's true, but I heard all about it. Yeah. Um, sorry. Number seven, Batman. Number <laughs> six, Pokemon. Number five, SpongeBob SquarePants. Number four, Hey Arnold. Number yeah. three, Recess. Number two, The Simpsons. And number one, Fairly Odd Parents. boy, Mike. boy, Kyle. That's a list, baby. Alrighty, friends, that was our top 10 for this week, but now we'd love to hear your top 10. So please check us out on all of our available social media outlets, traditional outlets, whatever outlets we have. Check us out on Twitter at top10km. That's all spelled out, top10km. Our email, top10km, spelled the same way, at gmail.com, or our site, top10km.podbean.com all forms of communication accepted except for serial killer notes please don't send us any of those if you like the pod be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you never have to miss an episode of top 10 ever again if you didn't like it please tell us why we'll try to make the show better 
Our theme music was composed by Kevin McLeod, and our artwork was created by Aaron Sant. You can check out her stuff at Sant Design on Instagram. Alrighty, goons. We'll see you next week.